This episode is brought to you by ABC. Station 19 is back for its final and hottest season yet. Andy finally becomes captain, and she's going to give it her all to be the best leader this station has ever seen. Will she succeed? Get ready for fiery new romances and high adrenaline rescues. Watch the Station 19 season premiere tonight at a new time, 10, 9 central on ABC and stream on Hulu.
Uh, Joe Biden's about to have a press conference, but it's not going to be a real press conference. He's going to be, yeah, who's he with here? It's the Prime Minister of Australia. Love Australia. Who's the Prime Minister? Um, look, yeah, somebody named Anthony Albanese. So what they're going to do is have questions, right, from the Australian press, from the American press. Each side gets like two, maybe three questions, and then that's it. Half the time, uh, it's uh, Mr. Albanese from Australia talking. This is what they do to protect Joe. It's a way to protect him. Uh, he can't withstand, you know, a, a real press conference. And then again, our media, they don't want to subject him to one either. They're not demanding one. They're all gentle. They're all coddling. They want to protect him because they hate Trump. And it's anything to stop Trump. All right. So I told you about this guy, Mike Johnson, the new speaker. Brand new speaker of the House. Good for him. Second in line to the presidency. A lot of people get this confused. He is second in line. You know who's first in line? Kamala Harris. Then he's second, the Speaker of the House. It's a pretty big deal job and um, good for him. It means that, you know, sometimes you're toiling away. You know, you're toiling away. You Maybe you're doing a good job, but you feel like you're not being recognized. You feel like you're not being noticed. You feel like you're being overlooked. Well... As you know, uh, God sees everything. He knows what's going on, and nothing passes his notice. And, yeah, what you're doing may pass, uh, may may not be noticed by uh, the media, may not be noticed by the beautiful people, may not be noticed by your neighbors, even your spouse, whatever. It may just be ignored by the world, but God knows what you're doing. And then um, he can reward you or he can punish you. He can actually not punish you in a mean way, but, you know, Straighten you out. I learned so much about this now that I have children, you know. I mean, there are times where I pick her up and I leave the room and, you know, I scold her and, uh, you know, uh, it's because I love her. And you got to straighten her out sometimes. And we got to be straightened out. And that's why we, you know, discipline. God's love includes discipline. It also includes uh, beautiful rewards. And I think Mike Johnson, Republican of Louisiana, is being rewarded for his uh, public service, which often did not catch all that much attention. He was not the senior guy on these committees, so other people would speak first, and he'd get to go, you know, way down the line, usually after all the TV networks had moved on to something else. Uh, but he didn't let that discourage him, and he didn't let that, uh, he still did his job, and he did it brilliantly. So this is the Homeland Security Committee, I think, and uh, Mayorkas, you know, Alejandro Mayorkas, that guy with the bulgy eyeballs who's, Always kind of smiling, no matter what the hell's going on. Very strange individual. And um, and Mike Johnson lets him have it. All right, listen to this. It's uh, it's pretty good. I tell you, I'm not sure exactly what you do at the Department of Homeland Security other than great harm. On your watch, the data is pretty clear. We've had record levels of illegal immigration, a rapid decline in deportations, skyrocketing fentanyl deaths across our country. And the Secret Service, which is a DHS component, can't determine who left cocaine at the White House. In the middle of all this, you created the Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Agency, CISA, which is a division of, 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 your, of DHS, and it's one of the Biden administration agencies that colluded with and coerced the social media companies to censor Americans' protected free speech online. That's specifically detailed in a 155-page court opinion that came out of the federal court in Louisiana in the landmark litigation of Missouri v. Biden. Have you read that court opinion? Uh, Congressman, I, I have not, and um, 
the Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency does not censor speech. The court found otherwise, and it's really curious to me. Actually, it's quite alarming that you haven't read the opinion because your agency is listed in this opinion. The federal court looked at volumes of evidence over months of litigation, and they determined, among other things, that uh, if the allegations made by the plaintiffs, the states in this case are true, and, and hold on, the preliminary injunction was granted against your agency, sir. The court said it involves the most massive attack against free speech in United States history. And you're telling me this opinion issued July 4th has not reached your desk? No one's briefed you on it? Oh, I have been briefed on the Missouri litigation. Okay, but you haven't taken the time to read it yet. Congressman, um, No, hold on. Have you read it or not? I have read parts of it, Congressman. Oh, parts of it. Did you read the parts where it said that this is Orwellian and dystopian and that your agency is involved in a massive cover-up of specifically conservatives' free speech online? Congressman, the Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency is not involved in such conduct. Okay. Well, the court found otherwise, and you stand here under oath and you give us these answers that we know were not true because this is demonstrably untrue. I'm suggesting to you that you're saying things to us under oath that are proven by the record to be untrue. Let me ask you about this specifically. Um, CISA was created to, uh, we call it the Misinformation and Disinformation Subcommittee of CISA. Are you familiar with that? Uh, MDM, the MDM subcommittee, is it you're familiar with that? Congressman, I am very well aware of the threat of disinformation emanating from adverse nations. Are you familiar with the subcommittee? Just answer the question. I am. Okay. Does it still exist? Congressman, are you speaking of the... Does the MDM subcommittee still exist? Uh, I would have to get back to you on that. Okay. All right. Kind of a big deal in your agency. I'm uh, kind of shocked that you don't know the answer to that. Can you define what misinformation is? Congressman, um, misinformation is false information that is disseminated uh, to... uh, Excellent. Who determines what is false? Uh, Congressman, our focus... No, who determines what is false in your agency? If you're going to pull something off the Internet and collude with a social media platform to make sure Americans don't see it, who determines what's false? Congressman, we don't do that. That's not true. That is not true. That is not what the court has found. This is not a Republican talking point. This is what the documents show. We've had people testify under oath that say, and you just define the term, you're telling me that you don't know who determines what is false? Congressman, what we do at CISA, the Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency, is identify the tactics that adverse nation states use to weaponize disinformation Okay, what is disinformation? What is disinformation? Disinformation is inaccurate information. Who determines what's inaccurate? Who determines what's false? Do you understand the problem here? The reason the framers of our Constitution did not create an exception for, quote-unquote, false information from the First Amendment is because they didn't trust the government to determine what it is. And you have whole committees of people in your agency trying to determine what they they determine, they define as false or misinformation. That is not true. Then what is true? What we Please do enlighten us. Is what we do is we disclose the tactics that adverse nation states are utilizing to weaponize no, information. No, sir. No, sir. The court found specifically it's a finding of fact that is not disputed by the government defendants, the Biden administration, your agency, the FBI, or DHS, not in the litigation. They determined you made, you and all of your cohorts made no distinction between domestic speech and foreign speech. So don't stand there and tell me under oath that you only focused on adverse, you know, uh, adversaries around the world, foreign actors. That's not true. Congressman, the the Missouri case, the litigation to which you refer, is the, the subject of continuing litigation. But the facts were not disputed, and I so 
so regret that I'm out of time. I hope I get some more yielded. Oh, you will. You will, Mike Johnson. Wasn't that great? Just methodical. No frills, but devastating at the same time. All right, this guy's going to be a superstar, uh, and he deserves it. Good for him. You notice my voice is very, uh, I don't know, right? Kind of like uh, play Misty for me, yeah, right? That kind of guy. Uh, I had a cold or have a cold or whatever. Hey, Trump is still going to the uh, downtown trial. Uh, the, the, the trial itself is a fraud. Trump should not be going through this. And they asked him about the Mike Johnson thing. You got this all good? Uh, yeah, they asked him about Mike Johnson, and uh, he's uh, he's all for Mike Johnson. He was not for Todd Emmer. That was a it would have been a big mistake, big mistake. And uh, I'm very pleased. All right, Michael, what's going on? Michael and Seaford. Well, never mind then. Andy on Long Island, how are you? Hey. Yes. Hey, what's up, Dick? Yeah, we've heard that before. This guy's going to be a superstar. Uh, Greg, listen, the hard left is hey, running Hey, calm down. Score. Give him a break. All right? He just got there. He j- I just played that clip. He was very good. Let's hope for the best. What kind of attitude is I, that? I always hope for the best. I have nothing against him. I'm just saying I've heard that before. As I watched the hard left run up the score having a field day. I mean, it, it's insane what goes on in, in this society today. You know something, Greg? Andy. Um, a lot. Of, uh, yeah. What, what, is your name Andy for real? Yeah. Andy, Andrew is my name. First name is Andrew. They call me Andy. Uh-huh. Okay. And what is what is it? Andy, they call me. Okay. Uh, the thing is, I'm trying to, I'm trying to try to press the point is there really is no opposition to this invasion of America. You hear people now talk about it, but I never heard them say anything about it while it was going on. You know, California's been invaded for the last 70 years. It's it's not a situation when it shows up in your backyard, you say, well, let's just move them around, put them in someone else's backyard. That's not the American way. I mean, the hard left is, is having their way. They are vicious individuals. They're inside this country. I mean, we've lived in New York our whole life. I know how the hard left is. I can see right through people, and I know how vicious you they are. You can see right through people. What do you mean by that? I Well, if I walk into a room within a few minutes of talking to a person or something, I can see right through them. No, you can't. No, you can't. You don't have any superpowers. You, you don't have anything. No, you can't judge people like that. All right, and you know what? People change. What's with you and your snap judgments? Ah, this guy's not a superstar. I heard that all before. Da, what's going on? Nobody's doing nothing about nothing. Da, you know, I, I know people in eight seconds. I know exactly who they are, where they're coming from. Man, Andy. And by the way, I got a little note here about what you wanted to talk about. You're not talking about that. Well, According to my it. little note here, you went to an Ivy League college. Is that true? Which one? That is correct, the Mungo. Which one? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, so what was your point about that? Well, my point is, like, you know, first of all... All right, Andy, thank you very much. I'll look forward to your podcast. Uh, Dan in Queens, hello. Uh, Thanks for taking my call. I was uh, really uh, heartfelt to hearing your dad's voice today. It was great to hear him again. Uh, I worked for your dad. Um, I'm a retired second-grade detective, uh, and um, I uh, just want to wish him best of luck and best of health, of course. he um, definitely kept the, the NYPD um, uh, in uh, great shape when he was the commissioner. And uh, it's a shame that we don't have him as our mayor. Of course, maybe if you run, 
it would be great to have you. Um, but I would just like to uh, comment on things that he did during his time and his uh, tenure at the NYPD, where he uh, kept uh, programs going. He uh, enhanced a lot of our uh, intelligence programs overseas, not just within the city, but all over the world. And uh, kept information flowing that if we were going to have any sort of terrorist attack, that we could be um, almost, uh, you know, boots on the ground in different countries to keep us safe here in New York City. And uh, he actually started a program after 9-11 called the Actively Retired Program. And um, it uh, kept uh, retired members like myself and other members of all types of expertise and experience on the job to assist in any type of further, uh, uh, you know, future disasters that may have happened. And um, I think that kind of fell apart and after him. Uh, and um, it's a shame because we we may need those people uh, to, uh, God forbid, anything happens again in the city. But uh, I do want to just praise your dad and, and, and hope he has the best of help. And, uh, and hopefully uh, he stays well for a long, long time. Uh, Dan, so kind of you. Thank you very much. Yeah, he, people don't understand or don't realize. Well, you do, but very creative. He's very creative, very much has the mind of an artist. And you know, just because something hadn't been done before, you know, he was willing to try it and, you know, let's see how we can, you know, solve this problem. And, you know, a lot of people just fill slots. He, uh, he wasn't that way. He was a very, very creative, dynamic leader. Dan, I, I you're so kind of you. How, how are you? How are you these days? What are you up to? Very good. Very good. I appreciate it. I, I still work. I'm working up, but maybe up until December, I'll be 62 and I'm hoping to retire by then. But I, I, uh, always keep in touch with a lot of people that I work. I just last week I had lunch with a bunch of guys that, um, we worked with, I worked out of the crime scene unit and, uh, you know, we were, we were integral in, in working hand in hand with the, uh, office of uh, chief medical examiner during that whole time, uh, during that time. And it was a, um, um, you know, it was a traumatic time for oh, a lot of people. Yeah, post nine 11, uh, right? Post nine 11. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah and, the, uh, the, was, the search for the remains is a, Hey, listen, I'm out of time, Dan, good stuff. Good luck. Stay, say hi to your friends and uh, thank you for the kind words and I'll be right back.
Well, uh, once again, hey, it's beautiful outside. It's 70, 70 degrees. Wow. It's gotten very, very chilly. Hey, hey, the guy, can we get this, please? It's a Mr. Mr. Speaker introducing himself to America. He's the speaker. They gave him the, they gave him the big uh, chair and they gave him that big hammer. What do they call that hammer? The gavel, right? The gavel. And, uh, oh, brother, there are going to be, like, more rounds of applause for this guy. Standing ovations. Uh, uh, he sneezes, and they give him a standing ovation. Anyway, it's very ceremonial right now. All right, let's listen for a bit. With you on behalf of the American people, I know we see things from very different points of view, but I know that in your heart you love and care about this country and you want to do what's right. And so we're going to find common ground there, all right? I want to uh, express my great thanks for our Speaker Emeritus, Kevin McCarthy. Kevin has dedicated over two decades of his life to selfless public service, 16 Mm. of those years in this House. And you would be hard-pressed to find anybody who loves this institution more or has contributed more to it. He is the reason we're in this majority today. His impact can never be overstated, and I want to thank him for his leadership his friendship and the, the selfless sacrifice that you and Judy have made for so many years. You, you helped build it, Kevin, and we owe you a great debt of gratitude. I want to thank the dedicated and overworked staff of this beleaguered house. They accept praise so stoically. But... But Miss Miss Susan Cole, our house reading clerk, and yes, yes, uh, the reading clerk. Who the hell's the reading clerk? All right, enough. Thank you. Good luck. Get to work. Let me know when you uh, release all the January six footage. I want to see that January six footage. I want it to be streaming. I want every American to have access to it. I want to follow every step of the way that that horns guy took with the Capitol Hill cops uh, leading him around. I want this House impeachment inquiry upgraded to uh, what's what comes after inquiry. Uh, an inquisition or something like that. There's, there are levels of impeachment. I think we got to start passing the articles of impeachment, right? Uh, you know, I'm sorry, but when a $200,000 uh, payment comes to Joe Biden the same day his brother, the payment comes from his brother the same day his brother gets paid $200,000 from some company that James promised he could get them business because he's a Biden and good to get him business from the Middle East, uh, where there's smoke, uh, there are flames, and I have no doubt that he is one dirty, dirty, dirty dude. So let's get on with it. Congratulations, Mike Johnson. Hey, what's his middle name? Maybe you should start using his middle name, something exotic.
Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC.